Hi, I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis. Happy Friday, Lit Sisters. Happy Friday. So it is currently Friday. Um... And obviously, that's why we're here at your ears. Um, and we are finally here to talk about our long-awaited review of Jane Austen's Emma, which I did finally finish, which Woo-hoo. is why we are bringing this review for you today. Yes. I know. I am so happy for you, seriously, because once we finished, or once I finished, I was just waiting and waiting and waiting for you. And then you finally finished, and I was like, yay! Yay! Now we can actually talk about it, because we haven't really talked about it. It's been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've been reading it for like a bajillion years. I know. Um, so, we are here to give you our succinct little review of Jane Austen's book, Emma. It is, I think it was the last book she published when she was alive. Is it? I don't mm-hmm. know. I think my copy, copy told me that. My copy had like a whole chronological thing at the beginning, like of her life and everything, but it could have said that. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. And don't mind we're going to be whispering slightly right now um because Haley's baby is asleep and we're trying very hard not to wake him mm-hmm. um and so we are here to discuss obviously very interesting things um, <laughs> um we are sorry Haley and I are really distracted right now we'll just <laughs> we can just wait no 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 no. we're really distracted because after this we're gonna go reward ourselves with some drinks and so we want to do that um but so Jane Austen's Emma I'll give a little synopsis so the general story about Emma is Emma Woodhouse is a young girl living in Bath um which is where a lot of Jane Austen's books are based because Um, that's where she ended up living later in her life. And Emma has her friend Harriet, and it's basically this just giant cast of characters. Oh, yeah. A lot of young men and women. And Emma considers herself, like, a matchmaker. Um, so she kind of takes pride in, um, like, introducing, uh, some of these young men to these young women, and she has, like, an eye for love. However, love doesn't necessarily have an eye for her, um... And so in the foibles of the story, you get Emma pursued by different men, turning turning down different men, pursuing other men, and then you are literally left with wondering, you know, Emma is trying to connect all of these love, making all these love connections, who is going to be her genuine love connection in the end? And it is a comedy. I thought it was funny. They were, didn't think it was funny. Uh, okay. I thought it was the... the farther it goes the more and more like crazy oh, no I more crazy it happens no it was kind of like are you are you serious and then this and then like it just the circumstances are kind of ridiculous which makes it mm-hmm. funny but i'm not sitting there like <laughs> like laughing i thought emma had some very fine lines mm-hmm. she like would say stuff like she's very witty she would, yeah she would be very witty and she would say stuff about love that was like very just like she kind of was just very to like to the point to people, mm-hmm. um, and I really thought that that was really funny that she would. Or like, there's only one moment where she, like, there's a line where she's like, "And right now, I'm just feeling too many emotions today." And I was like, "You know what, Emma? I feel you. <laughs> I understand you. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought it was really funny that Jane Austen wrote her in such a kind of relatable, just very forward way. Like, she didn't really beat around the bush with things. Mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah. Yeah, so I really liked her character as well. Um, if you guys want to check out my post for Emma, it's already up for you guys. Um, and I just... I thought that Jane Austen, I thought I was going to be able to read her faster than I did. Mm -hmm. It's not a very long book. Um, I really, I I was kind of surprised of how long it was taking me to get stuff done. I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is a short book and I'm taking like a week to read it. Like (laughs) a week. week? Sorry, everybody. Um, no, but seriously, it's kind of like, I need to just take it as it comes. And I was talking to one of my friends who big 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 Jane Austen lover she actually recommended Emma to me as my first Jane Austen um and she's just saying that like yeah she definitely is not easy to jump right back into one of her books like each one is there there's heft to them even if they aren't super long and um but they're very character heavy character focused a lot of dialogue a lot of um internal or not internal just like a lot of, a lot of monologue. monologue, but, but also, um, just relations, a lot of internal relations. Yeah. Yeah. Just a lot of just like inter, inter, there's a lot of just crisscrossing relationships. Yeah. 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 A lot, I mean, Integral. In, no. In, <laughs> interpersonal. Interpersonal relationships. Interpersonal relationships. Mm-hmm. And I will say too, that like, even if it's not a romantic connection that each of these characters have they connect in like other ways mm-hmm. it almost reminds me and i know that this is not based off of so you know the movie she's the man yes i know it's not based off of emma it's it's based, based off, off of um tammy the shrew tammy the shrew um i think no yeah. it's not no it's not it's based off of the one about no, no it's not no it's not it's based off of the night one Twelfth Night? Is it Twelfth Night? No, that's Shakespeare. It's Shakespeare. It's, it's based on I'm Shakespeare. I'm going to look it up. I'm t- it's something like that. Because it's a, it's a very same premise. What do I think? Based off of Twelfth Night. Night. That's what um, I said. Okay, whatever. I told you it was something with Night. Twelfth Night is so good, by the okay, way. Okay, anyway. But it kind of reminded me of a She's the Man kind of thing. Because if you've ever... I remember this distinctly. The first time I watched She's the Man, if you go to the menu setting, or even like... I think it's even on the cover... Um, uh, it like, there's a part that talks about how like this person is into this person, but this person's actually this person and this mm-hmm. person's into that person, but that person thinks this person is a boy. It's like not love triangles. It's like love chains. And that reminds me of is like, oh, this person is into this person, but this person is into this person, but they're actually into this person. They end up with this person. Then we swap swap couples and, yeah, uh, very confusing, um, and yeah, at one point when Haley was reading it and I was not as far, Haley was literally like, I have no idea who Emma's going to end up with. I remember there is the, what I know briefly of Emma before I read the book was that there was this series, a YouTube series way back in the way, where there was a version of Pride and Prejudice made like a series of vlogs. I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but they're called the Lizzie Bennet Diaries. Mm-mm. And they made one, I don't know what it's called, but they Actually, made no, one. Actually, no, I have heard of this. Yeah, it's based off Pride and Prejudice. Oh. And they made one for Emma as well. And oh, I fine. did watch part of that one. And so I remember the character of Elton, Mr. Elton. But like, I literally Mr. Elton. Oh, yeah, I can't it say it. Sounds like you saying Ellen. <laughs> Mr. Ellen. Mr. Elton. 
I don't say T's very well. Mr. Elton. Mr. Elton. And I remember telling him, I'm like, I think maybe she ends up with him. I don't know. It's the only character I can remember from that, like, vlog series. <laughs> um, but it's literally a kind of book that, like, will leave you, like, you know how, like, in thrillers, like, they'll leave you, like, on the edge of your toes because you're like, oh my gosh, like, what's going to happen next? Like, I don't know who's going to end up alive, who's going to end up dead. Um, versus I think that, like, you get that kind of feeling with Emma of you're on the tip of your toes because you have no idea if Emma's going to end up with this person if Emma's going to end up with that person um, it reminds me of like an older version of like how like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette works obviously it's not like one person dating multiple people but it's like or like Haley and I watch like the show Love Island where it's like multiple couples on this island and they all kind of like swap around with each other and this is like an older version like a not modern day tale of just this kind of like couple swapping it sounds like it's weird it's not it just is basically like if you imagine a group of high schoolers and they're in a friend group and they all date each other that's kind of what this is like except they some of them end up married and stuff like that but I don't I just feel like the character of Emma was super easy to empathize um with she carries a lot of struggles that like I mean they're not even very old like I think they're supposed to be late teens early 20s would you say how old they're supposed to be the characters like Emma oh yeah no yeah. they're oh no um Emma is early 20s okay because I was I was because like I'm saying like they because like I think that just reminds me of like high schoolers in a friend group where they all date <laughs> yes. each other no you know for sure so I think it's because it's small town yeah, there we go. That's exactly what it is. It's, it's not town. just necessarily like high school because some high schools are like ginormous. I think it's very much small town of like, okay, well, there's only these many single eligible people in mm-hmm. this age range. Who's going to all get together with whom? Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because that's kind of what happened with like my friend group because we all we so had a, we had So many of you dated each other. We all, we all kind of dated each other at one point or another or would go out on dates or or whatnot, but we have a lot of um, high school sweethearts that are still together and have kids and stuff like that, and so it's kind of weird that it'd be like, oh, well, I dated this guy, and then, well, like, this girl ended up with this guy, but I had dated her ex, and he dated, like, me, or, you know, there's just so many different things, so when I was reading, I was thinking, wow, this is such a small little town, this is their only eligible people in this age range, and uh, this is why they are all going going for each mm-hmm. other and, and it's kind of like well Harriet um I would say she's Emma's best friend yeah that's oh, she sure. cannot decide who she actually likes um she gets a marriage proposal from this one guy and Emma talks her out of it mm-hmm. even though she actually kind of likes that guy and then she's like well maybe okay, this Emma guy is better it. yeah she does <laughs> she's like well maybe this guy's better but then that guy gets taken away and then she's like oh well maybe the next guy and then that something happened with that guy and so she actually there's full circles so mm-hmm. i don't anyway yeah there's full circles so she she eventually gets a happy ending and everyone gets all a happy ending and Emma's but, just kind of like wah, wah, wah. She, I mean, she does get a happy ending. I was say, there's, everyone a, gets, there's a brief moment where, like, everybody's happy. And she's yeah, like, except Emma. Mm. She's like, loner. Um, no, but it's just funny how even in the last few pages, they're like, oh, yeah, and, and this couple, they're happy now, too. So, <laughs> so it's just... It's there's just, no sad endings, really. No. Which is nice. All it's a nice tied change. up with a nice bow and a nice wedding at the end. And it's just very lovely and very small, like, very small town. Like, that's just what I keep thinking of, mm-hmm. so. Like I, de- like, I definitely, I mean, I'm sure that there are rewritten versions of Emma but I can definitely see that there's like a rewritten version where it's like 
a small town in like New England. Oh, for where, sure. Where like it's a this girl thinks she's like the matchmaker, the matchmaker, mm-hmm. and but she doesn't really get it right very much. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's funny. I love it. It was it the the premise was cute. The writing was not that hard to read. It Mm-mm. just you just it took a lot of energy. And also, <laughs> when you're in the when you're in a mode like we do, where we're reading a lot of new release books, like yeah, from to book switch one, over, to switch over to it took a while for my book. brain to switch. I even wrote sure. that in my review. I said I had my like pump out brain like thriller or like modern reader brain on and i had to switch to like my classic reader brain just and totally that different side totally took some time to do it yeah for sure mm-hmm. where i would read like 20 pages and i feel like wow that took a long time yeah. and i'd be like only 20 pages mm-hmm. <laughs> like what and mine also was where the chapters started and ended like on, on the same, same page. pages instead of having new pages and so it was like oh i really feel like i'm kind of getting farther along and even if i got a new chapter I was hardly anywhere else in the page numbers. And mm-hmm. so I couldn't really go off of page numbers, more of just chapters for myself. Yeah, and for me, I was in, and I still am, in a very busy time with work. And so, like, normally I would take my book with me to work. And if there's, like, a, the off chance that there is, like, a little bit of downtime, I'll, like, pull out my book and read a little bit. Um, but literally, I, like, never really had a chance to do that. And so I ended up, and I ended up forgetting my book when I was home for Thanksgiving. So I ended up just downloading it on Kindle, like, three bucks. And so I was able to read a little bit more, I'd say, I'd say, with my Kindle book than when I would have taken my physical book to work. So I yeah. did get a little bit more reading done. I don't think it's going to be something common, but it was something I really felt like I just need yeah, to pump try this book it out. out. For sure. It's a yeah, great way to do it. I was getting very far behind. Is Lysis not fulfilling your weekly book-related needs? <gasps> I know. How dare you? So sad. If you're like Haley and I, then you love books, which means you love to read. And then sometimes podcasts are great, but it's not as great as reading. And if you want to be on the in with the people who you're listening to, aka us, us. you can reference our bookstagrams. At Maddie Reads a Lot is mine. And at Brook and Binding is mine. Or if you really want to know in-depth reviews, you can go to Haley's WordPress, which is brookandbinding.wordpress.com. Where I reference all the books that I sp- personally read or talk about my rating the synopsis of the book and why i gave it the stars that i did but if you like to read but not that much you can go to maddie reads a lot where i write one little sentence about the book that i read and a small rating and also keep enjoying lit sis yes and share lit sis share our bookstagrams and just share the book love well i hope you enjoy that ad Woohoo, ads and now we are back and we're on the road to get our fun drinks. Woohoo! Woohoo! We had mom come and watch the baby because the place is about to close soon. So we can now speak a little bit more freely. We were bunking around in Haley's laundry room. Yeah. So. All the behind the scenes of the Litsis that you guys probably don't care to know, but we freely give anyway. Yeah, because we tried so hard. We used to try so hard. Make it sound so professional. Uh-huh. And then we were like, well, whatever. This is our normal life. Gotta go with it. Mm-hmm. So at this time, sorry, I'm drinking water too. At this time, we're going to talk about our our ratings for Emma. Um, Haley, how how did you rate it? I ended up rating Emma a four out of five. Um, I really enjoyed it. I like looking back, like I said, I love the character relationships and the development. Um, I loved specific characters in mind. Actually, were super fun, like Mrs. or Miss Bates. Miss and Mrs. Bates. Yeah, the Miss Bates because she talks so fast and like all like so huge paragraphs of just
because she's like alone almost all day with like her elderly mother mm-hmm. and so she's like it reminds me kind of of me sometimes when I've been <laughs> at home with my kid and my dog and then I see a human and I'm like blah, 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 blah. like I just like oh my god spur out like anything that's coming to my mind because I just have kept so much inside um and so she cracked me up and I could follow her train of thought really well too I was like oh I, this is this is such this fun is writing me. it felt very modern to us why well, I love that it did um very stream of consciousness Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I gave it a four out of five, and I thought the setting was super cute. Like I said, small town, um, and I loved at the towards the end. Even I still was like, "Is Emma even gonna end up with anybody?" Like she's kind of having like Harriet's having some strikes, Emma's having some strikes. Um, but I would say one of the things that was hard was um, the speed of how I was able to read it. That was challenging for me, mm-hmm. and also there was two Knightleys, Mister Knightleys. Yes. And I was like, wait a second. So, like, one of them is married to Emma's sister. And then one of them is Is this this single single guy. And I kept forgetting who, which one was which. I think that was such a poor choice. Yeah, I feel like that was something that I had a hard time with. Because they're so proper. They always go by Miss or Mrs. Even if it's a character that we've known previously as another name. Once they've gotten married, they go by their married name in the writing, and so it's not. So it's kind of like, oh yeah, that that so and so, like their their first name. That's mm-hmm. so and so in my mind. So for me, that was something that was kind of tricky. I had to keep refer. I actually had to look up a cast of characters mm-hmm. um, on my phone at one point of like, okay, so who is who everybody? Is <laughs> yeah, just to make sure I had everything in my head. And- I will say when you have a giant cast like that it is it's well, kind of helpful to put a cast of characters it's, in the book well yeah but it's really not even that many it's probably i looked it up the main people there's maybe like eight which sounds like a lot but there's like emma and her dad mm-hmm. her sister and her husband the single nightly harriet, harriet mr. the bateses mr. two bateses oh. and the younger lady mm-hmm. fairfax lady mr elton mr elton and then there's like side people that come in who get married in or who mm-hmm. have comments here and there. So eight or nine main characters. And that sounds like a lot, but when it's a small town, you know, they're all connected somehow and they're all interacting. Know each pretty, other. And- yeah, and they're all interacting pretty regu- like regularly or they're part of the same family. So there's like clumps of people showing up at times. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't necessarily frustrating, but there were times where it'd be like, like when she would go back and forth between the nightlies and for a second I was like, is someone, like, cheating on somebody else here? Yeah. Like, what's happening? Well, to Jane Austen, it probably is not confusing because she knows her character so well. Yeah. Like, it makes me think of... But sometimes she would say, Mr. John Knightley. Yeah. And then to, she'd say, Mr. Knightley. Yeah. So that's specify. how she specified. But then I had to remember, was John the married one or was John the single one? Like, stuff context like that. Context clues. Context clues. Exactly. Um, but, I mean, it reminds me of, of if we were to write, like, a book based on your neighborhood. Yeah. We literally just got a directory the other day. Yeah. Of Haley and all her neighbors. That's literally the small town thing to do. Here are all your neighbors. Well, Here's- it's because I think we're all very familiar familiar with, with each, each other. other. But there's also some new people who have moved in. And people could say I'm a new person that's moved in. But I've lived in the town for a long time. But like I, I had no idea that that was even a thing that people did. And they said they haven't done it for almost... It's been over 10 years. Wow. Since they've done one. So, brand new. New directory. But... It's kind of like, it's, I recognize it, your na- face. I know you live at this house. I now don't I have actually your know name. for sure your name. Yes, now and I have now your name. And now it's kind of like, reference. And it had like 
kids' names, dogs' well, names. We used to, we, there, I mean, we would do directories all the time. There was like a church directory, their school little directory. But I've never even known of a neighborhood one where like you get one and like here are your neighbor's names. Yeah, that's true. It is interesting. But, but it, it's a little subdivision. It is a tiny little subdivision, but it made me think of if we were to write a book about your subdivision, we would probably we, include something like that. No, but we know so many of the people, like even the people that we didn't know before the directory, it would probably be confusing to anyone who read it because we know them so well and yeah. they feel very distinct to us. Yeah, just yeah, like Jane yeah. Austen with all her characters. Yeah. But even if it's just eight characters, even if it's not like a lot or a little, it can be confusing if you're not like the author. Yeah, like, for I, sure. And I think maybe Jane Austen needed to look at it in the eyes of a reader yeah, because she also had Mrs. Bates and a Miss Bates. Mm-hmm. And then her dad would go by Mr. Woodhouse. Yeah. Woolhouse. Woodhouse. And, but then there was, like, sometimes where I, like, I, I used, tried to use a lot of context clues mm-hmm. to help me make sure I knew who was talking or who I was who mm-hmm. referencing. And then you had a few people whose last names were very similar, mm-hmm. like a Weston and an Elton. Elton. Like, that was sometimes kind of That trippy. was confusing. So, yeah, it's just kind of, I had to catch myself, mm-hmm. like, reminding myself, okay, who's this person? Okay, I got that. Yeah. And, okay, got it. And mm-hmm. just triple checking with myself to make sure. So that's kind of why, like, I don't even know if I said that in the blog, my little post, but that's kind of what I'm feeling now, even sitting with it longer. Yeah. So what about you, Matt? What did you rate it and why? And So I also rated it a four, mostly because I did really like, you know, as much as I just complained about, like, how there's so many characters that are confusing, I did like the small town feel. I did like the fact that you got to know all the characters pretty well and that they were kind of jumping in and out of each other's lives it is very reminiscent of like literature like classic literature um but it also reminds me a little bit of like i feel like modern um modern uh, books are doing this nowadays where you're getting a lot of here's this person here's this person and like you're seeing a lot of like lives crossing and uncrossing in and out of people's lives like all these characters impacting one another and so, like, as mu- even though it was written in the 1800s, you get this, like, f- like you get this familiarity of, oh, we're writing a book about the fact that all of these people's lives are intertwined with each other yeah, and like how they impact nosy one another. neighbors. Yes. <laughs> like, literally, like, think about, like, Big Little Lies. Yeah. But not in a Big Little Lies. Little Fires Everywhere. Yeah. But also Big Little Lies. Yeah. It's all about different people's lives intersecting. Yeah. And impacting one I another. I mean, welcome to just fiction writing welcome at the moment. Welcome to just life. Yeah. Life itself is about people's lives intertwining and interacting with each other, except for in COVID times. But, um, yeah, I just, I thought it just had such a good modern feel to it. Um, again, I agree, like, it was hard to get back into the reading mode of, this is classic literature, I need to focus on this. Um, and for me, it was definitely hard because it took me, like, two plus weeks to read it. Um, but I will say that it definitely, I can definitely see why it is considered a classic and I, I would say that I would read Jane Austen again. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I would as well. I would need a little bit of time. Um, kind of like what my friend had said. Um, it They take a while. Now, she did have two other recommendations. And I don't believe either of them were Pride and Prejudice. Um, okay. Northanger Abbey? Was that one? Um, I think so. Uh, I'll have to look Sense it and Sensibility? Hold on. When, I'm, when we are uh, at a stop. I can look it up really quick. But she definitely gave some recommendations that I want to go off of. Because she has read them multiple times. She loves them very, very much. And I want to, you know, experience them and give them 
a chance, you know, when I, um, when I haven't really dove into this world. Um, not, yeah. Northanger Abbey. Northanger Abbey is more of a quicker one that she would recommend. Um, here, you could look at her yeah. messages. Right um, and then, and then the other one is Mansfield Park is her hot take Austin opinion that is her best work. However, but she, she said says, it is long and a heavy read, so probably not the best to tackle after Emma. Yeah. But I just love that. It's like when you get to know an author so well. That you, you can just like recommend and be like. Yeah, recommend. You will like, probably like this one because yeah, of yeah, these reasons. Exactly. I feel like we but do this my, all the time. We do it too. I, like, for example, we do like with Riley. We're like, you got to read. Uh, you got to read Final, Final Girl, Girl. But let me tell you about Last Time I Lied. Yeah, seriously. Or uh, Ruth Underrated. Ware. We love Ruth Ware read this one first and then you'll uh-huh. later or mm-hmm. even with Leanne Moriarty I'm kind of you know but there are specific authors that we can do the same and so I love that my friend is so well versed in the Jane Austen world because I feel like not very many people are nowadays it's, it's something that we didn't have to read in school and, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of people had to read Pride and Prejudice and, and I feel like that's such a normal one to pick because mm-hmm. of all the movie adaptations and Emma's had a lot of adaptations it too has. but I just feel like there's more to it um, it's more recognizable, and mm-hmm. so I think and being also, able to dip into yeah. other Jane Austen that maybe I wouldn't feel as comfortable with because I don't know much about them. Mm-hmm. But having someone recommend it makes me feel more. Comfortable. It does, and like I definitely think Pride and Prejudice is a very easy one to read because it's like the Romeo and Julia of Jane Austen. Yeah, you have a general idea of what happens, so I think it's easier to follow. Especially versus Emma if you've has seen the movie. yeah. Versus Emma is not as popular. I mean, still is. But it definitely is like a little bit probably more confusing if you have no idea mm-hmm. what's gonna what what happens or what it's about. Um, if you go into it completely blind, versus majority of people have some idea yeah. of what Pride and Prejudice is all about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely would read again. Yeah, I definitely would. I don't know when, um, but I'm not afraid to pick up another one. It's kind of like Stephen King. It's like we are not. Jane Austen or Stephen King virgins anymore. Nope. We have read them. Mm-hmm. We have experienced them. We've really liked both of them. Yeah. That's um, so true. And so now, if we see one, I feel like I'm not going to be as intimidated. No, it'll be like, I'll oh, be like, hey, this sounds good. This oh, sounds good. I've read you before. Yeah. Let's check you out. I'm not disappointed in you. Let's no, do it. Let's try. All right. Well, Haley, what book are you reading right now? I just picked up The Toll by Neil Shusterman Schusterman. It is the fourth, or not oh my gosh, Third. fourth third book in the Scythe series um, that I have talked about at length previously. I literally just picked it up and our friend Sarah read the trilogy and she goes, I texted her and I said, should I drop everything and just read this now? And she goes, yes. (laughs) So I think I'm going to pump that out and um, I have a few other things that I would like to read by the end of the year, but I'm hoping to get this one done and I can uh, move on with some of my other ones like my book of the months and then I have an Agatha Christie I'm looking at, so... Yeah, I'm excited. Nice. What are you reading? So I'm still reading The Memorial by Brian Washington. Technically, I wasn't reading it during the last episode. I didn't actually start reading it, I think, until later sat- later Friday or Saturday morning. So technically, this isn't two episodes in a row. But I definitely feel like I'm falling behind. I will say my life has been probably the most stressful I've ever experienced. So um, I have not been very motivated to read, even though it's something I love. Mm-hmm. Um, I pretty much have just been laying in bed all yeah, the time. Well, sometimes you just have different sometimes seasons. Sometimes you just need and, that. You know? So I am still really focused. If I can read this book and then I think three others, I will hit 100 books before 
for my very first time in one year. That's amazing. So I would really love to do that. I'm motivated to do that. I'm going to make all my family members hold me to that. And I'm going to especially use the holiday time and my time off from work to get as much reading done as possible. That's exciting. Yeah. So we'll see if I hit that goal. And next week, we will be coming at you with a very special episode, right? Ooh. Is there? No, just kidding. That's in two weeks. The best books of 2020 <laughs> I'll say weeks. next week's going to be pretty exciting as well. Some of yes. the book people that we like to follow have come out with their top books of the year, like Goodreads. And um, we're still waiting on some books of the month stuff. But we talked about discussing the book read Goodreads winners. Yes. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, and we'll see if we agree, disagree. Yeah. See how and we'll, we'll just see how it goes. This is very much like an end of the year wrap up talking about mm-hmm. some of the most popular books of the year. Um, and I'm very excited to see how, um, next week, how the Goodreads world stacks up to what we in the following week have decided for ourselves. Yeah. It'll be fun. All right. Thanks for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages. <laughs>